All right, y'all. We here again for episode two of the Playmakers Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. DDB. It's your boy Langston YK, but you know the vibes. Yes, sir. It's your boy Scott Jr. You. It's your boy Zari, finally here. That prodigy. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, y'all, back to the Playmakers Podcast, where we keep y'all updated on the newest sports play. Playmakers make plays. We hope y'all enjoyed the first episode. We worked hard on it, so thank y'all for tuning in for round two. Bro, I I know that first episode was a little long, but like it, it's cool though because we gave y'all knowledge. So right, know. right, right, and um, none of it. Um, um, first of all, me personally, I want to shout out my co-host too because we got over um a hundred listeners on the um on the first podcast that we put out. So thank you for all our support. Over a hundred listeners in the first twenty four hours at that. So once again, we like to thank all the listeners for their support. And yeah, let's get this rolling. So fellas, the NBA draft is officially over. The the lottery it went basically as everybody thought it would go. Mm-hmm. Zion went one, Ja went two, RJ went three. Then the draft really began. Yeah, <laughs> um, Atlanta, Atlanta, they shocked me, and they took two forwards. I I I I, I can see a vision with it a little bit. Not even gonna lie to you. Like I think in the long run, you can you can do something. Like put Cam Reddish at the two and run a big lineup because you have DeAndre Hunter and you still have John Collins, so I can see them running a big lineup just like outside of Trey Young, like six one whatever he is, he's short. But I can I, I can see that happening. Cam's a really solid shooter. He's gonna be a very good NBA player. Like that's just the truth. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Hunter, he's gonna be a I think he's gonna be a solid three and D guy, three and D wing. He's six seven two twenty five. That's solid. So I mean, I I like what Atlanta did. Honestly, I feel like what surprised me the most was the Bulls and getting Kobe White. Why? I feel like personally, I feel like kind of high up. I feel like they need more wing scorers. They do a point guard per se. Because Zach Levine currently has been ruling, you know, combo guard, point guard, and shooting guard. And they have no three. They lost Jabari Parker. So they really don't have a big. I mean, they drafted Wendell Carter last year. But other than that, who do they have? Bro, you got to put some respect on Otto Porter's name. And Lori Marketing. And Lori Marketing. Yeah, yeah. Put some respect on them boys' names. All right, Otto Porter. Otto Porter. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no. I do think I do think I do think the Bulls would have benefited more. If they, I personally, I think they would have benefited more if they would have reached into Cam at seven. Exactly. I think that would have that would have been a solid reach for me. Kobe's a little high at seven, but I mean his stock did start going up throughout the draft process. So I mean, I could see they need a point guard. Chris Dunn's obviously not the answer for them. Um, I they decided to address their point guard position than a scoring wing. They feel like Otto Porter's it. If they could resign <laughs> him, bring him back, like they feel like. Auto port is it? Man, I I just had a problem with the Cavs taking Darius Garland because recently, well, last year they took um, Colin Sexton. Oh. So does that mean they're giving up on him? They also extended Jordan Clarkson. Mm-hmm. So is he gonna be playing a one or the two? They still got Seti Osman. He's not that good, but I don't know what he might fit in the two or the three. But I just felt like they gave up on Colin Sexton way too quick. Um. Obviously, me being a a long, diehard 
New York Knicks fan. You feel me? I'm not so really happy about this RJ pick. Even though my co-host Scott here, who's also a Knicks fan, seems to rave and love about him, as y'all all know. It's because you sleeping. That's why. New York, why'd you do this to me? Why do you continuously do this to me? That's all I have to say about the draft. <laughs> really? So you really think RJ isn't going to be a star? I think RJ is going to be okay. I don't think he's nowhere near the best player in this draft at all. I think there's a lot of people that we could have picked who was going to give us better production than he will in the NBA. A lot of people? Like who? Obviously his teammate, of course. Obviously his teammate who's clearly the best player in this draft and went number one overall. Well, we ain't had it. We couldn't get him. He went number one. We had picked three. Right, 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 (laughs) right, right. right. (laughs) But as far as everybody else that we had that we could have picked, I think we definitely could have gotten Darius. Darius could have went over him. His other teammate, Cam Reddish, could have went over him. Yeah, you stretching uh, it. Um, you stretching it with that one. You stretching it. You probably yeah. I might Bobo even have huh? t- took Jared Kobo over him. You stretching it. You pushing it. You probably take Bobo, huh? Definitely take Bobo over him. <laughs> you know what? I'm pushing it, man. That's... <laughs> Bobo RJ make me a believer So you would have took So if you were the Knicks GM And you had the number three pick Who are you taking? I don't want to list the names Who are you taking? I'm taking Cam Reddish Wow Wow. That's a reach That's that's a reach Cam is a dog That's a reach That's a reach Wow That's a reach Cam is going to be good But Cam didn't show enough To be the number three pick Cam didn't show enough to show that he's better than RJ. He was the fourth option on the team. Exactly. He was the fourth option on the team. Behind who? Zion, RJ, and Trey Jones. Two of which were top three picks. Which you Bro, want. his name is Cam Reddish. We're why not, is Cam Reddish? We're not going to say it. We're not going to say it. We're not going to say it. Trey Jones is Tyus Jones' brother. Tyus Bro. Jones. Are you we're not going to sit here and act like what? Are you serious? We're not going we're not going to sit here and act like every player that had great college careers does great in the NBA. I.E. Greg Hold on. I.E. Kwame Brown. Hold on. I.E. Anthony Bennett. Hold on because you 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 really think a fourth scoring option on a Duke team, somebody who had to take a backseat to Trey Jones, somebody who had to go back to school to improve his draft stock. Is worth the number three pick? That's not his decision. That's not their decision. That was obviously Coach K's decision. It's his decision based on how Cam was performing, son. Bro, there was son when they came in when they came into the college basketball. How season, we know that's not? Zion, per- listen, I don't know that man personally. That might have been his personal preference. Nah, listen, nah, <laughs> listen, listen. When they when we started the college basketball season, Zion, RJ, and Cam were supposed to be picks one, two, and three. And you sitting here telling me. That I should take Cam Reddish number three when he took a backseat to Trey Jones? Somebody who had to go back to college to improve his stock? Something that Cam should have done? Okay, college got to him. He admitted it. He was a little <laughs> right. out of shape. He was a little out of shape. We've all been in college before. We all, we've all been there. I know how it is. We know how it is. I can't compare to how he probably know how he's an athlete, but hey. Right. But that, but son. He really? was a little unfocused. Okay, so why waste a number three pick on somebody who's not focused? That was then. 
This is now. That's a different level of focus. He, he already knew he was going to the NBA. You don't do it, but he already knew he was going to the NBA. He's playing with pros now. Yeah. It's not. It, it's, it's, it's no. It's no. It's no time and no space for that. Oh, I'm not focused. Oh, I'm unhealthy. Like, no, you have to take care of your body. I get that stuff happens. Like, I'm not. I'm not sitting here saying, oh, nah, forget. Right, he's what young. He was, he was only a freshman. But nothing. Nothing that either one of y'all just said justify why he should go number three in the draft. Cam averaged twelve points. Fourteen. Twelve. Look it up. He averaged twelve points. That's like the number three pick in the draft. RJ shot 30% from three. He is that the number three pick in the draft? He did shoot 30% from three. He is the number three pick The number three pick in the draft. He also averaged 22 points. He also averaged, averaged seven and a half rebounds. He also averaged four and a half assists. He also stepped his game up when Zion went down. Mm-hmm. Something that Cam Reddish could not do. I don't know. Me personally, I just like Cam Reddish game more than RJ's. It's, it's more of a personal preference thing for me. Obviously, RJ numbers is better than Cam's. I know that. And he stepped up when Cam didn't. But we'll see who's going to step up in the NBA. RJ. I'm telling you it's going to be RJ. I agree with with Daryl. I mean, like, Cam's build and his game, how he potentially can play, gives me PG vibes. And y'all seen what PG was doing this year. MVP candidate. Like, man, Cam's going to be something serious. I mean, I I think Cam can be a really good player. But based off of what he's shown me, or based off of what he showed me at a higher level with in his college season, during his first college season, I'm not seeing it right now. Now, I'm not saying that he's never going to be that player because at the end of the day, he's still young. But what he did last year doesn't justify him being a top three pick. And that's just me being honest. Like, it didn't. But to end off my argument, I hope RJ ends up better than Cam because he's on my team. He is going to end up better than Cam. I don't know why you're not, like, speaking it into existence. Like, this is your team. Like, All right, yeah, yeah, RJ, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do your thing, bro. Do your thing. Do your thing, man. Do your thing, man. Do your like, thing, like, 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 what's up with that? Like, do don't thing, be, man. bro. Listen, let me tell you something, Langston. If you, give, if you give another fake chair like that, it's all cool. Because if you a GM of a team, you getting fired after you pick Cam Reddish number You like three. Miami? Yes. I like, oh. I like my pick. And that's your team? Of course you like oh. I like Tyler Hero. Shout out to Miami. Anyway. Yeah. Over here trying to we're, not, we're not here for that. But real quick though, looking at Cam Reddish's number, Cam's averaged 13 and a half points last year. He didn't average 12, he didn't average 14. He averaged 13 and a half. He right in the middle. I mean, <laughs> he closer to the 14 mark. That's nowhere near 22. It's nowhere, nowhere near, 22. near 22. Nowhere near, oh, I'm the third pick in the NBA draft. Nowhere near that. We know it's somebody on this podcast who was losing his job after making that pick. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. And it's not, and it's not me. That's not facts. Shoot, if y'all could draft Frank L- who? Frank who? You better watch Frank how you, you, you better watch how you talk to You better watch Bro, how you we didn't draft him top five. You better watch how you talk like, like, Or top three. Right, or top three. You we talking, talk we talking about a top three pick. A top three pick, Langston. You better watch how you talk to me. A top three pick. If y'all could draft him that high with other people better on the board, you could draft Cam at three. Bro, it's a difference. It's a huge difference taking somebody number three versus taking somebody in the top ten. Or in that Miami and New York was sitting 10. on the same couch that we are at the end of the season right now. But it's not even about that right now. It's about you trying to justify Cam going third. 
or are you taking Cam third? That's not smart at all. You out of a job. I, I can guarantee Out of a job, though? I guarantee you. I guarantee you. If R.J. Barrett's on the board <laughs> you and you pick it. Cam Reddish over <laughs> R.J. Barrett... I guarantee you, you're probably out of a job. That's disrespect. Nah, maybe. That's disrespect. What's disrespectful is taking somebody who averaged 13 points over R.J. Barrett. That's disrespect. You don't know what they. That's, that's, that's like saying Darius Garland should have went over a lot of people. <laughs> Me personally, that's like saying Kyrie should have went over a lot of people. He played 11 games. Person, but in them 11 games, he showed more than what Cam showed all season. It doesn't matter. Like, he only played 11 like how, games. Like how Your average didn't get a chance is. to even increase or go down because you only played 11 games. And then you have to look at who else was in Kyrie's class. Who are you taking over Kyrie Irving in that class? I'm not. Kyrie's from Jersey. You know who we are. Yeah, you're not taking nobody over Kyrie in that draft. I'm just saying, well, though. At the time, I'm just saying, at the, though. At the, at I'm just time. saying. He didn't even have a chance to finish his season. His average could have went down after those eleven games. We ain't gonna never know that. I mean, you, that, that's I just mean, the argument I'm making. Cam had a Cam had a whole season. His averages ain't go up. Like, <laughs> you're disrespectful. They didn't go up. You're very disrespectful. No, Cam, I hope you're listening. No, Cam, very, I hope you're listening. What's very was very disrespectful is RJ, saying was very disrespectful is saying that you would take Cam Reddish, who you claim as a fourth option on that Duke team, behind somebody who had to go back to school. Let's just be clear. He was not a fourth like, option. Let's be clear. Oh no, no, I know he wasn't. I'm going off of what Langston said. He's not a fourth option. According to Langston, he was the fourth scoring option on that because team. if they needed a three pointer in the clutch, I feel like Cam would have had to ball. He was number one hands. option. Yes, for that. Cam was bucket. not. Cam wasn't the fourth scoring option at all. Actually, Cam was the third scoring option. Yeah. But because going off of what you said, he touched the ball fourth, the fourth amount of everyone on the team. That makes you. That's because Trey's the point guard. He's the point guard. Langston, like what? You played ball. Oh, okay, you like, know that he's the point guard. Team, Ain't no one. Talk the ball the most. Bro, you you comparing Cam Reddish to LeBron? I'm comparing the position. <laughs> LeBron, is, like, LeBron is basically the point guard. Exactly. Like no, no matter what team we are, in, basically like this so is you're college. Saying being Cam's the point guard not, don't matter. Cam doesn't even play We're like playing, LeBron. But this is basketball now. Cam does not play like LeBron for Dallas one. Dallas brings the ball for more two, than their own point guard. This is still college. He's a point guard. Like what? All right. This is still college as well. Like whoever's more assistant him. <laughs> like what, son? The point I'm saying, we're playing positionless, point, positionless basketball. Wait, so hold on. So, because somebody touches the ball the fourth amount of times, that makes them the fourth scoring option. Yeah, in my opinion. Dun, dun, dun. Not shooting the ball, not actually shooting the ball, but touching the ball. That makes somebody a fourth scoring okay, option. I'm gonna say having the ball in their possession. So Trey mean, is still the point guard. Trey wasn't. Trey wasn't a primary scorer in that. Trey was the, wasn't the third scorer. Trey, Trey Jones sucks. Let's put that out there. Like your brother's in the NBA, you <laughs> should be better than this. Trey like, Jones sucks, and in my perspective, Cam Reddish is the best shooter in that starting lineup. Let's he be was. clear. He was. There's Let's no arguments against that. Cam is the best shooter in that lineup. He has the best three point jump shot in that lineup. He does, and this is why this is why I said. But as a stop, third scoring option, stop goes up. But as a third scoring option, somebody who was supposed to be a top three pick coming into the basketball season, this is what you give us. And according to my man's right here, he the fourth scoring option behind Trey Jones. <laughs> Trey Jones, like you walking, you talked yourself into a corner. <laughs> like the how man, do you just how the do you man justify? was dealing with the man was dealing with a lot more like, than just playing you, basketball. How do, you, how do you justify somebody? <laughs> 
who is the fourth scoring option on the team? How do you justify them going third? The fourth scoring option. If that's if that's the case, you go in order of their scoring, in order of their pecking order. If that's the case, if he's the fourth scoring option, you might as well just go in order. He already fourth, so how do you justify him being top three if he's not even a top three scoring option on his team? You better watch how you talk to him. Nah, nah, because, because he said nah. What you because when you say something like that, you gotta know what you get yourself into, dog. That just, it's a foreshadowing, but your potential in college is, can be different in the league. Steph Curry, no one, no one thought Steph Curry would be what he is right now when he got drafted. You better watch how you talk about Bro, Steph. you know you're comparing like like you're throwing out Hall of Fame names, like <laughs> the people, Hall of Famers like now, people, like like people who oh who do you know how hard now, it is Andrew to Williams. live up to that. Kyle Lowry, people like that. The point I'm making is, when you first get drafted, how you did in college doesn't always correlate to what It doesn't matter today. anymore. Let's be clear. That it doesn't, doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't matter It anymore. doesn't. But you want to know what, what it does correlate to? You Your draft stock. Where you get drafted at. That's what they draft you off. They draft you off of your performance. Tell that to So... The NBA, the NBA award ceremony took place two nights ago. What y'all think? Um, well, start this argument off. Congratulations to all our winners. Giannis, who's the 2018-2019 season MVP. Um, congratulations to Lou Will, who's the sixth man, rookie of the year. Luka Doncic, defensive player of the year. Rudy Gobert. Most improved goes to Pevin to Pascal. Spicy P. Spicy P. I hate that name. Yeah, like how you call a grown man spicy? I don't like like this new lingo of spicy at all. I don't like spicy. Caliente. I don't don't know. (laughs) But while we talking about Pascal, I, I personally I feel like he deserved most improved, and that's 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 just my honest opinion. Like when you look at when you look at the numbers and you look at the finalists, the finalists were Pascal. D'Angelo Russell and De'Aaron Fox. First of all, congratulations to all three of them for being finalists. But when you look at their numbers from last year to this year, you see Pascal has made the largest yeah, jump. jump yeah. He has. Pascal, he raised his scoring average by almost 10 points. Almost well, one and a half rebounds, give or take. He shot 16% better from the free throw line. He shot... 15% better from three-point range. A whole 4% better from the field. His shots double, and he got about 11 more minutes. Now, I mean, like, D'Lo did his thing. You got to reward D'Lo. You have no choice but to reward D'Lo for going from, for entering superstar status. Superstar status. You have to reward him for entering superstar status. And I know the numbers obviously show he increased by six points and two assists, and he upped his free throw percentage by four percent, three point percentage by four percent, and field goal percentage by two percent, and his minutes as well. But I think that you should have gave it to D'Lo, six man of the year, because he has arrived. He's here. D'Lo is amongst. He's a superstar now. He's amongst one of the best players in the league, on, and he got his team to the playoffs. You don't think Pascal has arrived? No, I don't think Pascal has arrived. Pascal has not made me a believer. He has not. Yes, he was a key role to his team winning championship. However, I feel like a large part of his most improvement is given to the fact that three of the other 
starters on his team are potential all stars and Hall of Famers. Two of which are Hall of Famers. Yes, I don't know about you, Kyle. Sorry. I'm sorry. Who? Who's who's the Hall of Famer? Yeah. Yeah. Marcus, Marcus Hall. Hall. Why? Uh, Marcus Hall wasn't there all season though. Marcus, I don't know. That's 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 a hard one to argue for him being in for Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, nah, Hall of Fame. I don't know about that one. That's that might be a reach a little bit. Do they not know who Marcus Hall is? Put some respect on that man's oh, no, name. No, we know who Marcus Hall is. That's maybe, how we maybe know y'all it's don't. A reach. You better watch how I talk to him. That's, that's how we maybe know it's a reach talking about putting him in the hall. Like, I don't know. We'll, we'll get to that. We can get to that. We can get to that, Marcus but <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel as though Pascal should have won it, but although it is most improved, you also got to take in like the team, the the team, and how they perform. They mostly had to worry about DeMar DeRozan last year, and because he wasn't able to shoot, most defenses were able to. Um, contain the paint, and they really didn't have to worry about people shooting three-pointers. Now you add Danny Green to that, you add Kawhi Leonard to that, and you have to worry about them, Kyle Lowry, and Mark Gasol or Serge Ibaka, anybody else. So the one person that you do leave is Pascal. He doubled his shots um, from last year to this year, so I think he does deserve it, but you you could say D'Angelo deserved it too. I think I think Pascal's all-around game improved. Like when when we're talking about most improved players, I don't I don't think we should just like focus on things such as points, rebounds, and all that. Like that's what I have. Like that's what we have in front of us. That's the stuff that we can look at. But when you look at his the way he played, him actually being on the floor, how productive he was. You see you see certain things that you didn't see from Pascal Siakam before. So it's just like we were saying off air. Last year, Pascal was nobody. Nobody knew who Pascal was. But then this year, you got this kid popping up on the Raptors. You got a power forward. Somebody got paying power forward. 6'9", 230. You see him out there trying to dribble the ball, putting the ball on the floor, taking people to the cup. You can see him knocking down a three ball. He's a, so- a very solid defender. I, I, I can't take that away from him. A very solid He's come. He a very solid defender. He's come so far from what he was before, when those things were not there, and now that's all backed up by the numbers. Considering the fact that last year Pascal shot twenty two percent from three, twenty two percent from three, and then back to your point of if teams are focusing on trying to contain the paint, keeping them out of the paint. He's still open on the three point line. If they're focusing on. I just think don't nobody care about yeah, Pascal Siakam. I think he got. I think. He, I think it was though, easy for him listen. to be most improved because nobody cares about him. But listen though, D'Lo is somebody that you're focusing your uh, your defensive on. You have the game plan for this man, and he still led his team to the playoffs. Listen, and nobody now expected listen. him to do that. Now listen, when you look at Pascal, Pascal's role, it was increased, but in a sense, it was kind of the same thing in this aspect. Pascal is not the primary scoring option. We can all agree on that. Not one, not two, He's not, not three. He's not the primary scoring option. He wasn't one or two. He still isn't one or two. Or three. But being in that same role, nah, he, he, you can argue third. You can argue that. Now. Now, that's what I'm saying, right now. Looking at what he did last year when he still wasn't in that same role, or even if he was in a lower role, 22% from three, 62% from free throw, 50% from the field, seven points, four and a half rebounds, 20 minutes. Basically, the same thing in a sense, in the sense of what Zyrie said, 
you have to worry about DeMar and Kyle Lowry. You're trying to contain the paint. You're not worried about shooting. What you guys say, you got to focus on, you still got to focus on Kawhi, Danny Green, Kyle Lowry. If Pascal Siakam has not improved, Pascal Siakam will still be shooting 22% from the three-point line. That's like, that's, that's, I think that's going, that's going over his right now. He's not, it's I don't not care. like, it's not like he's I the primary, care. it's not like he's the <laughs> primary scoring option. It's not. But when you look at how he actually improved in basically you the same out there? role. Would you trail out there knowing that he shot 22% the season before? I wouldn't, I wouldn't even trail out there. The I'll trail before? I'll, I'll contest a Rondo's three pointer going into the season. Then I will contest a P- Pascal Siakam. Based off of the numbers, you the based off of the numbers that we sitting here knowing right now, twenty two percent. Of course, he was open all season because nobody expected him to make that. But then it has, and to then get he to, knocked him it down. Gets to okay, point, it gets to a point in the season where you start knocking them shots, and down. it gets to a point and where you start living start, with the fact that Pascal Siakam respect, is taking that shot no, as opposed to Kyle Lowry or Kawhi Leonard or Danny Green or Marc Gasol. Or Sergi Baca, even for that matter. But I'll live, live with Pascal Siakam. But if you don't live with him taking that shot, and he's still killing you from with taking that shot, it's like why are you still living with him taking that shot? He's obviously a better shooter he's, than he, what he was. Because you have to but, realize that if you go out there to contest that shot, you're leaving yeah, better I, shooters. I you're leaving other players. Yeah, he's the in their offense of Draymond Green. Right. I will live with Draymond taking as many threes as he wants yeah. because the other people on this team will Everybody else in that sure. starting lineup is a better shooter than him. So if you had to leave one person open, it's okay. Shoot it me. would be Pascal. And it's not that hard to improve based off of his atrocious numbers last year. Anything above seven points and 22% free, uh, 22% three-point shooting is an improvement. Even if he shot 30% from three, that's an improvement because he sucked last year. But then it just goes right back to what I'm saying of they're still not trying to. Like, how did he get? My thing is, how did he him? get most improved? He definitely improved. Then, how did he then, get most improved? And then back to and then back to what y'all was saying. His numbers then, had to jump down. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't make his to, numbers were so low that his his the weight how much it could increase is going to look like it's a, a lot then, more. Sixteen points is what, not a lot. And then back to what y'all were saying. Pascal Siakam shot better from three point range than Kyle Lowry did. So he's taking it, more open so three pointers than Kyle Lowry as well. So when does he get to a point? Too. When does it get to a point where you start respecting Pascal Siakam as a shooter? But I'm not saying he's a I'm shooter. I'm not. But I'm saying I'm not respecting Pascal Siakam as a player. Players, that's, that's the last. That's the last person. He t- he yeah, t- I don't think so. He probably takes least amount of threes out of all of them. And, and then when you compare him, somebody opening that starting lineup, who are you leaving open? Marcus All. I'm I'm leaving Marcus All open. Because and the reason and the reason fired. I'm leaving and the fired. reason I'm and the re- how am I fired? I'm on the court because he's a veteran. <laughs> like how am I fired? I'm on the court. Be quiet. Now, <laughs> now the reason why I'll leave Marcus All open is because Marcus All is way too hesitant when he shoots the ball. He thinks about his shots way too much. So if I leave going Marcus into the season, yeah, going into the season. A yes. man that shot twenty two percent, you're gonna leave. You're gonna you're gonna contest his jump shot over Marcus Saul. Once once I start seeing so, these improvements, Mark remember Marcus Saul did not start the season with the Raptors. Right. So at the start so, of the season, that's different. But I'm not leaving Marcus Saul. I, I got more Marcus respect Saul? for Marcus Saul on a three point line, on a forty point line, than I do over so Pascal. But now hold on. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. 
Why wouldn't you leave somebody who's gonna hesitate on his shot open? If you leave him open and he hesitates, that's giving you more time. Even with him hesitating, that's giving even with him hesitating. I still think that he has a better chance of it going in than Pascal Siakam. No, Marc Gasol shot forty five percent from three pointer playing on the Raptors for the whole year. He played thirty. I mean, he shot thirty six percent from three, but on the Raptors, forty five percent on the Raptors specifically because they left Marc Gasol open. That's what happens when you leave somebody open. Marcus Hall can shoot. Let's be clear. He can shoot when he was with Memphis. He's yeah, been he able, he's been no, able to stretch the floor his entire listen career. To me. Listen to me. Pascal Siakam, this can't. is the first time he has done any of the things that listen we're talking about. And that's why he got most improved. That's one. Two. That's why he doesn't deserve two, most improved. Now, two, listen, listen to what I'm saying. Marcus Hall shot 36% on the year. He shot 45% when he was with the Raptors. If you notice, that's because they're leaving him open. They're not focusing on Mark Gasol. They're letting Mark so, Gasol shoot. So, so, right, so I'll, leave, I'll leave off with this question. I'll leave off with this question. If I average one point the season before and I go to averaging 10 points, I deserve most improved just because my jump was the largest. No, I just sucked last year. But then I just right, sucked. But then it takes it back to what I just said about what I said earlier about most improved doesn't all isn't always about stats. It's about on-court performance. His on-court performance is not better than D'Lo's or De'Aaron Fox. It's not. I think it was. Like, you see what he added to his game. D'Lo became... D'Lo became a more lethal scorer, yes. D'Lo became, became a better player. D'Lo became, became a better D'Lo, leader. D'Lo became, became a, a superstar. Listen to me. D'Lo became a better scorer. Mm, what else? D- what else? The Raptors are a way better team with D'Angelo Russell right now what than else? they are with Pascal Spicy Pisiaka. Let's, <laughs> and, and, answer me this question. Let's answer just be second. honest here. Answer me this question. Answer me this question. What does D'Angelo Russell do good besides scoring the basketball? Pass. Lead his team to the NBA playoffs. The Nets at that. Be the best player on the Brooklyn Nets, who sucked, who hasn't been to the playoffs. What parts of his game improved besides his scoring? <laughs> Literally. What you gonna stat wise? Are you gonna say stat wise? No, his 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 on court performance. You gonna say, he was a better was his he a leadership. Better defender? Was he a better his defender? leadership? Was he a better defender? His leadership. His answer clutchness. My answer my question. Was he a, his clutch Dino factor? Was always clutch for one. That doesn't make you most improved because you're clutch. Because you hit clutch shots, that does not make you most improved. Dino he was always, always clutch. clutch. Yes. Devo was always clutch. Where you think as, 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 as much as we've seen this season? Where you think Ice in my veins started? You had to see him take these That's shots. what I'm saying. Like, because the Lakers were losing. Thanks for proving my point more. No, he, the he Lakers were Kobe. Like, for one, he's on the team with Kobe. Two, the Lakers were losing. He's not he's in dead. a situation where he's going to score the ball a lot. I mean, or in those clutch they moments. They was getting blown out. They was getting blown out. Because D'Lo wasn't what he is then now. But listen, that's why. But listen, but that's listen, why. But listen to what that's I, like, why. But I think you're missing the fact that you really can't name a lot of stuff that D'Lo improved in. Really. You really can't. Besides scoring. What? Him as a player, bro. Like, besides, is, he a, better, is a he a better player. defender? Him as a player. Is he a better I, defender? I don't think he plays defense good at all in general. Did his ball handle get any better? Mm, you can argue it. Arguably. Did his court did his court vision get any better? You can argue yes. it. Argue it right he's a better, he's a better, yeah, he, he's a better court. He averaged two more assists. He had better players. He averaged two more assists. He had better players than Kobe Bryant. To. A old Kobe coming off a torn Achilles? That was the argument that Sean just made. They like, just said he had Kobe. They no, just said what that. I'm, what I'm saying is he had Kobe on the scene for one, so Kobe was the one shooting those clutch shots. Yeah. Two, the Lakers were getting blown out a lot of the time, so he wasn't in a situation. But that just goes back to my argument. That shots. just goes back to my argument about 
being the most improved. It's easy to be the most improved but when listen, you suck last listen, year. But listen, no, but here's D-Lo the thing. did not but suck. When I asked D-Lo you, did not suck last year. But here's the thing. When I asked both of y'all, what did D-Lo improve in? And I just went category by category. Y'all said it's arguable. Now, when I go for Pascal Siakam, is Pascal Siakam, did he improve his scoring? Is he a better scorer than what he was last year? Yeah. Yes or no? Yes. Is he a better defender than what he was last year? Yes. I don't know. Is I don't know better? nothing about Siakam last year. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What I can that argue, happen, bro, so you can't really what argue I can that. argue, though, like what, what, what I can argue, though, is that D'Lo averages more points, more assists, better number at the one, free throw line, one better three-pointer, better field goal percentage. Number one scoring option on his team. Remember that. Which makes it even harder to do all the things I just named better than Pascal Siakam. Bro, he's a, be- he's a better scorer than Pascal. He's I'm a better player than not. Pascal Siakam. I'm not saying he's not. But what I'm saying is Pascal Siakam is the most improved player. Negative. He is. Negative. Because everything, because the stuff that I read off about Pascal, y'all can sit sit here and say, yes, he did improve in that. When I read the same thing off about the listen. You just said don't go based off of numbers. This is not an all numbers. This is not an all numbers. But hold on, Daryl. This is not all numbers. But hold on, Daryl. Because if you was really paying attention to what I was saying, I wasn't saying nothing based off of numbers. I said, is he a better defender? Is he a better scorer? Is he a better ball handler? That's what I was saying. And that's the stuff that y'all that's can legitimately statistics. Scoring say is statistics. Yes to. Scoring is statistics. Scoring is statistics. But when you look at scoring efficiency and his shot efficiency, both of those went up. Who's? Pascal Siagams. It wasn't that hard to do. It wasn't that hard to do. Bro, y'all sitting here. Who's the last superstar that led the Brooklyn Nets to the playoffs? Bro, are y'all. Who was the last superstar that led the, led the Brooklyn Nets to the playoffs? Who was the last superstar that led the Brooklyn Nets to the playoffs? Darren Williams and Darren Paul, Williams, Pierce. Paul Pierce. Neither one of those players are in the NBA right now. I don't want to hear nothing about no Pascal Spicy P. Siaka. I don't. I don't. This man just led the Brooklyn Nets to the playoffs. He is by far the most improved player just off that alone. Okay. We got some free agency rumors. Jimmy Butler's thinking about the Rockets. Dallas and Boston are chasing... Kimba. And KD is thinking about going to Brooklyn. Damn you, KD. Uh, if Jimmy's thinking about the Rockets, he must not really want to win. Why? Why do you say that? Because James Harden's dominating the ball. Oh, you got, you yeah. got two alpha dog mentalities like that, and that's not going to work. Chris Paul could take a sec- secondary seat to James Harden. Or- Simply because of the fact that Chris Paul is, for one, six foot tall, and two, he's like 33, 34. Jimmy and, I was thinking more and given their times, he's a better player. He knows, like, all right, I I can do this off the ball. Jimmy thinks, Jimmy honestly thinks he's max money worthy. He is. No, 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 no. In my in my opinion, there's superstars and there's stars. Jimmy's still at star level to me. Yeah, I wouldn't put him in the. Is he a top? You got. You got. You got. You got to think. 10, it's a difference between. It's a difference. Yeah. Between, it's a difference between a superstar and, and a, a star. star. Yeah. It's a big difference. Jimmy's yeah. not a, Jimmy's not Jimmy. Jimmy's not a superstar. Is, Jimmy put Philly over the hump. He's not a superstar. Jimmy made. Jimmy turned Philly into a championship contender. 
No, no, no. They were contenders. They were contenders. I don't think they were chip. But Jimmy made it more difficult. I don't difficult. think they were chip. No, all that, all that really happened. Look how they lost. All, that really, that. all that really happened was when they Jimmy, got Jimmy. the fourth no, quarter no. option. That's what really happened. Jimmy was their go-to score. That's all it was. Jimmy's not a superstar, though. He was a, he yeah, was a, he was a third Jimmy player. Jimmy was in Chicago. He wasn't a superstar either. No, he's a star. You got to think, think about the people whose name gets put in superstar category. LeBron. Giannis. KD, Giannis, Kawhi, Anthony Davis, Steph, James Harden. You really want to put Jimmy Butler in the same conversation with them? Yeah, well, bro. You have lost your damn mind. Yeah, bro. So. He just named eight people. Uh, uh, Would right, you put Dame right. in that conversation? All right. Yes. Dame yes. as a superstar? Yes. But yes. not Jimmy? Yes. 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 Ah, that's tough. That's so tough. Yes. Kyrie. That's Kyrie. Westbrook. That's Westbrook. That's I stand 11 people better than that's Jimmy. That's 11 people better than Jimmy. You want 12? Oh, PG. PG's better than Jimmy. 12. Dame and PG? But yes. Yes. Uh, okay, okay, okay. I understand why, you're, why y'all are saying that. I do. I do. I do. And I agree with y'all. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm behind. But you got it. Jimmy is up there. Jimmy plays better defense than a lot of those players you just named. Okay. And the fact that he's a two-way player, you kind of got to put him in a conversation with some of those players who are not two-way players. But he's not in the superstar conversation. Like, Why, there's a, though? There's a difference. Well, okay, so what's stopping a, Jimmy from being in a superstar the fact, The fact that Jimmy Butler cannot be the number one scoring option on a championship. Yeah, he can. No. He can? Yes, he can. He, can, he, he was going to be the number one scorer. He should have been the number one scorer option on Philly. Jimmy, no. no. If he was, I think no. they win. No. If he was, I think they win. Jimmy, Jimmy cannot be I the number one scoring option on the championship team. If is nice. I'm telling you he's not. Jimmy Butler cannot be the number one scoring option. I wouldn't say that. I, I think that he could be the number one, but the number two would be very close to him. Like it'd be like a, it'd be like a CJ and Dan kind of thing. Like they're they're neck and neck for one. It was like a not dominant mm-hmm. one. Jimmy Clearly has secondary. To, he's like nah, a, Jimmy has to be the secondary scoring option. He he cannot be your primary scoring I option think he could. if you want to win the championship. I think he could. I think he could just 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 off his his mentality his style of play. I think that's what that that's why I'm big on Jimmy being a superstar. His mentality, his style of play, and and simply how he leaves it all on the floor. I mean, that's all. That's cool. I agree with you. That's, that's what cool. makes you a superstar. That's, Those that's, are the attributes that make you a superstar. He's a star, but I didn't think does he have the same skill level as some of these people who are considered superstars? Does he have the skill level? Of a James Harden, does he have the skill? Level it depends of a on what. Like, it depends on what you're talking about, because those are two players the who ball offensively the they who offensively. The ball that's the not just. That's not what just makes you a superstar, though. I know it's not, but I'm saying because offensively, he's, offensively saying, those players are better. Saying, defensively, they're not. Is, Nowhere near. What I'm they're saying not. is, can he put the ball in the basket as well as them? If Jimmy was able to score the basketball better, then yes, I would be able to consider him a superstar because of the fact that he would be a two. Because I think he's a superstar defender. I think he's a superstar defender. Yes, Jimmy's a very solid defender. So that's what I'm saying. But that you, it's like it's like it's almost like general. it's almost like like in the same comparison when you're talking about like somebody like Steph or, or or James Harden, you're putting them in a superstar conversation just solely off of the fact that they play offense better than Jimmy. You see what I'm saying? That's not fair. They're better players than Jimmy. Offensively, all no, all they're around. all around. They are better. You can't players. say all around. They are better. So you have the option of choosing any of those players and Jimmy. You're picking. You're Jimmy picking Jimmy Butler. That's not what I'm saying. That's basically what you're I'm asking. No, I'm asking y'all. You are y'all just basing it off offense? Is what I'm saying. No, no. 
But Jimmy's not a superstar. What, what is it all around that James Harden does, but or Stephen Curry does better than Jimmy other than shoot and pass? Stephen Curry's. I'm offense, not going to give them Stephen rebound. Curry's offense is so much more superior than Jimmy's that the defensive malfunction of Steph Curry and Jimmy's good defense they 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 balance out. And you got to offense is just great offense. Listen, great offense. offense maybe y'all sleeping, sleeping on Jimmy's offense. Maybe y'all sleeping on Jimmy's. No, we're not sleeping on Jimmy's offense. We we seen Jimmy's offense. I don't even. I, I think I'm be honest. I don't think Jimmy averaged twenty this year. He might have averaged like twenty, like right yeah, eighteen. Eighteen, yeah. Jimmy ain't even averaged twenty this year. That's just that's your superstar. You want your number one scoring option averaging 18 points? He wasn't. But if he was the number one scoring option, he wouldn't average 18. I mean, that's, if he was, that was, if he was the number one scoring option, he would probably average, like, what, 23? Nah, maybe 25. <laughs> like, 23, 24. Maybe 25. Man, he, he's like, a solid defender, but he's not, I mean, he wasn't even on this year's all-defensive teams. Right. 25 like, plus. Yeah, he played with, he went to a team like, full you of superstars, like, though. He went to a team full of. It's levels to the superstars. He's top five in his position. Zone. If you're top five in your position, you have to be a superstar to me. I mean, he's top five in his position, yes. If but you're top be, five in your position, there's top, no way I can't not being, consider you a just superstar. Just being top five in your position does not make you I a superstar. I can't not consider you a superstar if you're top five like, in your you position. You can't because look at, the, look, look at the center position. Matter of fact, not even the center position. Look at the power forward position. Who's the, the fourth or fifth, fifth best power forward? You going to call him a superstar? It depends on who you can't even it. name the fourth or fifth best super. Yeah, no, someone might say after three, they're, <laughs> they're not good at all. Even, after three, they're not that's, good. But that's what I'm saying, though. So you can't even. But say you can't say after the five. third best shooting guard, they're not good. I'm not saying I'm not saying he's not good. But what I'm saying is you can't base somebody being top five no, in position in the making. No, I'm saying the like the the third or the fourth or fifth best power forward is not like good. Like they're not even what you would consider Jimmy. They're not stars either. But I'm going off of what they're you just. But I'm going off of what you just said though. Like off of what you just said. Who would you say your top five shooting guards in the league? Let's start there. Harden, James at one, Clay. Hmm. No order, obviously. I don't feel like doing all that. Yeah, but no James, Clay, James, Clay, Jimmy. Oh, PG. Jimmy's in it. PG. If you want to say uh, PG's a three. Two. If you want to say he's a two. I put him at a three. But James Clay. Jimmy. James Clay, Jimmy. You said top five, right? CJ. You got two more. CJ and probably. Bradley. You're bugging. Ola Depot. I would say Ola Depot. Yeah. I was either going to say Ola Depot or Donovan. Donovan Mitchell's on that list. I'm putting him before I was Jimmy. I say DeMar DeRozan. Or I'm, DeMar. I'm putting DeMar before Jimmy, too. And he plays deep. DeMar before Jimmy? I'm putting yes. And you said who else you said before, before Jimmy? That be name? Donovan. Donovan. Oh no 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 yeah no no, 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 I hope it does. Uh, I kind of want to see it happen. I hope it does. And then there's whispers about Dallas and Boston going after Kimba. Ooh, I like that. Dallas, if Dallas gets Kimba, that could actually be Porzingis hopefully signing that help. deal. Exactly. With Luka, who just won Rookie of the Year, you have three. You have a good player at every quarter. You have a guard, forward, and center at each position. And speaking of all this free agency talk, why don't I hear anybody going to New York, the Knicks? Why is everybody talking about going to Brooklyn? I'm done. Because they know RJ got a green light and he a bucket. That's I'm why. I'm done. You sound crazy. RJ got a green light and he... RJ don't got a green light. He the best player on the Knicks right now. Do you not have NBA championship aspirations? Oh, no, I do. 
within the next because it seems like teams are are starting to get it like within the next season or two because if Dallas gets Kimber they have championship aspirations next year bro I'm gonna be I mean I'm gonna be honest where's our championship aspirations within the next three or four years I'm gonna be honest they're not there because nobody I don't want to hear that so I don't want to hear that so what we gotta do is we gotta work with what we got you know what I don't I don't like how that they've made you that content with losing Listen, I don't man, like how they've made you that content with actually, losing. Actually, it's not even that I'm content with losing. What I'm content with is the fact that they are finally doing something right instead of trying to rush stuff and do what something What are we doing right? right? So you, would, you have rather, would you have rather be the old Knicks where you give up a bunch of young assets for players and you're not even no, focused no, no, on I'm the not, future? I'm not talking about what you'd rather, rather do not do. But I'm, I'm talking no, about listen, what you'd no, rather no, not listen, do. Let's talk about what we'd hold rather on, do. Hold on, hold on. Do. But listen, listen to what I'm saying because if once you answer that question, it's going to go into what I'm saying. Would you rather do that? Would you rather give up your whole future for right now? For right now satisfaction? Depends on how young you're giving them up for. Depends on who you're giving them up for and how young they are. So, if it depends on that, and it's obvious that we're not getting any deal right now, or no deal right now is going to make sense. That's the point! That, that's where that's, this argument but lies! That's, no, but that's, that's, the, but that's the point. I'm not but content that's the, with that But anymore. that's the point. That would have worked a couple no, of years ago. No, no, because when, what when I'm content with... When are we going to get our next Melo and Amari? When are we going to get that? Listen to me, because what I'm content with is the fact that New York is not giving up on young players trying to chase somebody else who it wouldn't even be worth it just because they're trying to win now. Who wouldn't be worth it? Who you gonna trade? That's your, a free agent. Who you who you trading young asses for? Well, what free agent is gonna actually sign with us? Like yeah, you get please you get the like, yeah, hold like on, that. hold on, no no please because don't look, think like no that. no because look, hold what are you on, talking hold on, about? hold on because look, obviously I want us to sign people, but when we looking at what's going on, it's looking like we not gonna sign. All people. right, all right, and that's the honest truth. What are we still talking for? Like it's the truth. What are we still so, talking for? You nah, rather you stick with the plan, develop the young guys, see what you got, build them from the ground up. It sounds like you're content with losing. I'm not content with losing. Now. I'm content I'm with this process. I'm talking about losing now. Right now? I'm I'll not trying it. to trust the process. I'll accept it. You see how long it took Philly? I'll accept you it. You see how long it's taken us? Bro, just get... Like, what's the what's the point? Like, we don't... Okay, we don't get a big superstar. That's fine. What you... What, and then, what you, and you then, then go when our young time? players become superstars, they don't even want to play in New York anymore. Okay, but now... These young players are going to want to play on New York when they become superstars hope, because of the I fact hope, that I New York KP did not give up on them. I, hope, I thought KP wanted to play. Yay! That does it. Playmakers podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Playmakers make plays. It's your boy, Mr. DDB, a.k.a. Mr. You better watch how you talk to me. It's your boy, Langston, YKTV. You know the vibes. It's your boy, Scott Jr. An honorable mention. Shout out to Zari, who obviously couldn't finish the show with us. Um... Yeah, man. Very entertaining show. Things got real heated. That's what we like, though, man. We hope y'all enjoy it. Playmakers Make Plays, the Playmakers Podcast.